Welcome, my friends, to Shaking the Salt with Dr. Peppers. My bio reads from troubled teen to teacher of the year, 100-pound weight loss, blah, blah, blah. You know the sort of thing you're working on in your before and after life story. So at the end of the message, stay tuned if you want to contact me for any reason, including prayers. Thank you. And I'm Dr. Peppers, Shaking the Salt. Here we go. As many of you know, I teach in a jail. I teach in the women's side, and I have somewhat of a revolving door in that some of these ladies that get out seem to keep coming back in. I have them ask me a lot of questions. They want to know about my past. They want to know about my present. And most of all, they want to know about their future. What am I going to do? How am I going to get out of here? What's going to happen if the court fails me? What if my family doesn't come to rescue me? What happens if I go back to the same old, same old? And many of them do. But the one question that many of them ask when they know that I am a Christian is they want to know who is this name that is called Jesus? And then what is in this name? What about my name? Does that mean anything? My husband and I recently went on a cruise, and we had a gentleman that waited on us who was from one of the uh, Muslim nations, let's just say. And he said that they knew of Jesus perhaps as a good man or a prophet. And I said, that is not unlike the way that Americans are brought up, too. Many of us believe that maybe Jesus really was a man. And maybe he was a good man. Maybe he was even a prophet. But as I told him, and as I was once told, according to someone who was a scholar of C.S. Lewis, that this particular Lewis quote is well known, that Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father by me. And therefore, Jesus was either Lord, as he said, or he was a lunatic, for saying that, or he was a liar. Now, we are left with that question, just as I posed to this young Muslim man, which of these is he? And if you say he was a liar, then that means you have to truly reject him, walk away, and don't pick it up again. And that is what the Bible somewhat calls the unpardonable sin, is that when we reject and deny the power of the Holy Spirit in Christ, that means there's no more opportunity for us. That's the unpardonable sin, is when we don't ever want to come back. I once rejected him, but I somehow in my heart always knew what I had learned from the time I was a little girl was probably true. I just didn't want to deal with it. I didn't want to stop my sinning. I was having fun playing and partying and being a woman of the world, and I didn't want to give all that up. If anybody ever tells you that sin is no fun, then they are the one who is lying because we know for sure that many people, especially this time of the year, really any time of the year, are partying and drinking and smoking dope and they're shooting up and some of them are just having such a great time from Friday until Monday that they don't remember a thing. They just know that they can't wait until next Friday to do it all again and not remember it again. Isn't that sad? 
I never believed the person who told me that you'll never have so much fun, so much peace, such joy, and such a great time as when you do it with other believers and when you yourself become a better believer. So one of the things that I always wanted to know is, okay, then who is this Jesus? And that's what the gals at the jail ask me. They have all been given the opportunity, if they want one, to have a free Bible. Well, almost every home in the entire United States has a Bible in it, almost every one, except, of course, those of different religions. The Bible is the number one bestseller every year, year after year, year after year, all the time. Why is this? What makes this book that is almost 2,000 years old so popular and yet so unread? Well, I'll tell you what it is. It's because people don't want to know what it means to them unless it just benefits them. Well, there's a benefit involved with every one of the things that Christ says about himself and what the Bible says about him. I'll tell you a few of these. If you want to look in different scriptures, you can find out that he is the chief cornerstone. He is called the architect, and I want him to be the architect of my life. He is a baker, for he is the bread of life. He's a banker, the hidden treasure. He's a builder, our sure foundation. He is a doctor, because when we need healing, he is our great physician. He is the greatest of all educators, the great teacher. All of these are names given to him throughout Scripture. He is the new and living way, so he is the engineer. He's the farmer, who is the sower and the Lord of the harvest. He is the gardener, the true vine. He's the geologist, the rock, the jeweler, the great price, the pearl of great price. He is the judge, the righteous judge of man. He is the juror. He's faithful and true witness. He is a lawyer. He's our counselor and advocate. My jail ladies love this because if there's one thing they need, they need a great lawyer, a great advocate. He is a great philosopher for the wisdom of God. He is a preacher, the word of God. He is a reporter. He reports the good news of great joy. He is the servant, the one master. He wants to be our servant, and he is the truth. That means he is a student seeking. And when you're seeking to know the truth, this is where you'll find it, my friend. For to the Christian, he is the son of the living God, the Savior, the Redeemer, and the Lord. He literally saved my life on my third suicide attempt. He turned me around, picked my feet up, put me on solid ground, and allowed me, the one who had been a high school dropout and hated school and hated teachers, he said, ha, 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 you're going to be a teacher for the next 30 years. And so I was, and still am. I still teach in the jail. I'm on a board of education here in the Leesburg, Florida area. I volunteer in the schools. I just can't get away from it. And I found out I really don't want to. My friend, whatever your question is about who this man Jesus is, we're all celebrating his birth at Christmas, his death at Easter Resurrection Sunday, and throughout the ages, he never loses his importance, his promise, and he never will. 
God, I pray today for the one listening, that if they truly want to know and want to seek this man, the one who is called Christ, they will do so. Right now, God, let them just question, if you're really real, God, just as I did many years ago, if you're really real, then show me. I'm not looking for a sign or wonder. I just want to know the truth implanted in my spirit, if it is true, And if it is not, then I walk away and I face whatever the consequences are, including hell. And my friend, you do not want to pray that prayer. Instead, seek him. Get to know, is he really real? Can he really change your life? Can he really give you the best of everything? Can he fulfill all of these promises and be the one who promises to never leave you or forsake you? I wouldn't have told you this many years ago, but I will now. Yes, yes, and yes to all of these. Thank you for being with me today. I'm Dr. Peppers, shaking the salt. Thanks for staying on, my friend. If you would like to contact me, visit saltandlightministry.com. If you want to share your story with me, ask a question, have me come speak to your group, or maybe just request prayer. Once again, saltandlightministry.com. Thanks and God bless.